Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Of all of Jesus' stories, which one is the most important? Someone's going to say, well, they're all important. Certainly, uh, they're the very Word of God. But which one is the key to all of the others? Uh, this is not something that I'm making up. Jesus identified that story. It's found in Mark chapter 4. Now, I want to show you a verse right in the middle of the passage, then we'll walk through it. The verse is Mark chapter 4, verse 13, where Jesus said to His disciples, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? So this is the story that unlocks all the other stories. This is Christ's most important story. He said, if you don't understand this story, you won't understand anything else that I'm going to say to you because it's the foundation, it's the starting point. All right, if that's true, are you interested? Would you like to know what that story is? Well, let's read it. Beginning in Mark chapter 4, verse 1, And he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship, and sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land, and he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine. May I pause before I read the story and point something out? He's not just telling a story to tell a story. He's telling a story to teach a truth. Notice the connection between the word parables and the word doctrine. Uh, too many times people get up and give stories for entertainment value or interest value. But Jesus didn't do that. His stories had a point. Matter of fact, they had a very sharp point. He was driving home truth. So what is this truth? Well, here's the story. Hearken. Behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Notice that his story begins and ends with hearing. His first word is hearken. Pay attention to this. And his closing words are, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. I wonder, are you in tune with God today? I did not ask, do you have physical hearing? Are you spiritually in tune with the Lord? In Revelation, uh, we find the, something very similar where the Lord says that we're to hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. The Holy Spirit speaks just like Christ spoke to His disciples. And He wants to teach us. And so what do we learn in this particular passage? Well, there are three distinct things I want to draw to your attention today. First of all, there's a sower. Now, I believe this with all my heart. I believe the sower is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not merely some man. This is the God-man. It's in the context of Him teaching truth. And it is early in His ministry before so much He's about to say to them. So He's identifying Himself as a sower, one who is planting truth into their hearts and into their minds. 
But if I might make an application, those of us who've received the truth, we are to become sowers ourselves. Uh, we are to follow Christ in this and try to get the truth out. So first there's a sower. Then there is seed. Now this is powerful. This is the most important uh, thing here because this is the Word of God. As a matter of fact, in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 through 13, God talks about His Word being like seed and uh, coming down from heaven. And He says that His Word will not return void. It will accomplish the purpose whereto He sent it. Friends, there is power in a seed, life-giving power. One small seed can become a forest. May I remind you that one word from God, one scripture verse, one truth pressed home by the Holy Spirit can bring so much life into your life, so much truth into your walk. You see, the seed doesn't stay seed. It becomes fruit. And so we need to be ready to receive God's Word, ready to open our hearts to everything God wants to plant within us. So it brings me to the third observation. Not only is there a sower and a seed, but then there's soil. And most of this story deals with the soil. What is the soil? The soil is your heart. In other words, your soul is soil. It is the place where God's truth is planted. And the secret to the fruitfulness is how the truth gets received. In other words, are we ready, are we open to what God has to say to us? He identifies four types of soil. He says there's wayside, there's stony ground, there's thorny ground, and there's good ground. And might I say to you today that God is looking for good ground. Good ground for God. People who are willing to receive the truth, to make it their own, who will take what they have received and apply it to their life. You know, we're living in a world where there's more Bible studies, more Christian radio, uh, more books written about the Bible, more preachers, more teachers than perhaps any generation in history. And yet, it seems to be so little fruit. Why is that? Well, I'm going to tell you there's no problem with the seed. No, my friend, the Word of God is just as powerful as it has ever been. Praise God for that. The problem lies in the soil, in our own hearts, in our willingness to hear and to receive what God has to say to us. He's going to go on to press that home to His own disciples. As a matter of fact, in verse 10, when He was alone, they that were about Him with the twelve asked of Him the parable. And He said to them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. Someone says, that sounds cold. Oh no, my friend. What he's saying is those who will receive the truth will be given more truth. Light obeyed brings more light. Light disobeyed brings darkness. In other words, God doesn't love some people more than others. No, He's willing to give truth to anybody that will receive it. But here's the secret. God knows our hearts. God knows that some are not willing to receive it. And I wonder today, what kind of soil are you? Are you willing to receive the truth? Are we studying the Bible? Are we even going through this book simply for information? Are we going through it for transformation? Do we, do we say, well, we, we're willing to receive? No, 
we're willing for the seed to take root in us and bring forth fruit, yea, much fruit, and we trust fruit that remains. In other words, we want all that God has for us. Do you see now why this is the story that is Christ most important? Because if you're not willing to have an open heart to God, don't expect God to teach you. If you're not willing to receive and to obey, then don't expect the Lord Jesus to open great truth to you. Pray today, Lord, help me to be good ground for God so that your seed can take root in my heart and so that that life can spring up in my life and produce the fruit that brings God glory every day. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.